What's uh what's my what's my bit this week, Michael? Uh do I get to decide for you or have we already established this? Uh, you were so tired you did you forgot that you already told me. I'm lying. Oh. Uh, I guess my bit this week is gaslighting Michael. <laughs> yeah. And this is you just seem like you're impish. Like you're gonna cause mischief this week. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a <laughs> podcast about the band The Killers. Every week, voice? every week we talk about the band The Killers. I don't know. It's like, it's like, I, I don't want to call it camp gay, but it's a little camp gay. What you're doing? Yeah, like the voice. Not, no, you just kind of sound like a goblin, you know? Yeah, well, that was what I was going for. I was trying to be like, like you would envision me as like a tiny green man. Mm. Yeah, with, you, with, you nailed it. With like, you know, like a bandana and a loincloth and like nothing else. Mm. I, and, and like a little, like a little fey lisp. But it's because you're magical. It's not it has nothing to do with your sexual preferences. Yeah. I mean, people can lots of people can have lisps. You don't you don't have to, you know, be into one thing or another to have a lisp. Lisps are, you know, speech. We shouldn't be making fun of people with speech impediments, Michael. Not that you were, but I guess I was. Anyway, uh, anyway, I'm Spencer Polio, and with me, as always, is an extra strength sleepy boy, Michael G. Nance. Michael, what's the G stand for? Jehoshaphat. Really? I thought with it was G. It's really silly, right? I thought it was George, like your actual middle name. That is my yeah, that is my actual middle name. But I, I wanted to, you know, go in a new direction. Uh, not a nude direction or a nude erection. Uh, Michael uh, told me before we started recording that he is very sleepy this week. So I will be taking the reins and telling many boring stories. My goal is to make Michael pass out during the pod. So uh, join me on this adventure. Um, I won't allow that to happen, Spencer. Why is that? I just won't. I'm not going to let you tell. I, I'm still I'm awake enough to interject into your very lame stories. <laughs> Fair enough. That's that's still happening. <laughs> uh, did you hear? OK, so killer's news before we start recording. Apparently, uh, Brandon, like almost got set on fire or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. During... There's been a lot of great killer's news this week. Uh, yeah. OK, you probably have. I just know about like he was standing a little too close to one of the pyrotechnics. Yeah, and he was running on the stage with lots of energy. And I think he just, you know, you know how it is. It's a it's a thing whenever you just get too excited and you black out. Yeah. And you just you don't even realize what you what you're doing. And he was probably given stage direction before the show. Hey, pyrotechnics are going to go off during this point. So just yeah. don't be on this part of the stage. And he just got a little too close. It's happened to other performers before, but. Uh, you know, luckily he wasn't injured badly. You know, I think he got a it was kind of just like a slap on the wrist from the pyrotechnic gods. The <laughs> the god of pyrotechnics. What's what does that god look like, Michael? Evil Knievel. 
evil it's just evil can evil <laughs> it's just it's just evil can evil yeah. except probably not i think i've heard and i've read that if i maybe i'm think i'm mixing it up someone else that evil can evil was a horrible asshole so uh, but well, I mean, so are most of the gods in the Greek pantheon. Yeah, so. like, like what, what is that? Or most all, actually, all gods, all gods are horrible assholes. Yeah, you like, really think about it. Yeah, atheism for life because God is horrible. Yeah, and what, if, like, if if God is a real a real person, then they're just a jerk. And right? They've they've forced us into this hellish existence we call everyday life. Apparently, my thing in the month of June. Is to have random existential tirades because I did that last week and I was very weirded out by myself. That's got to be your the name of your solo podcast. Weird existential existential tirades. Random existential tirades. (laughs) That's uh, that's fair. Um, Because that that would be I mean, if somebody was really into it, oh, boy, (laughs) buckle up. This guy's got a plenty. Have you watched uh, Have you watched Obi-Wan Kenobi yet? I've watched the first episode and then the internet ruined it for me by just constantly arguing about it. So I need to like step away before I watch it because I'm like, I don't want my opinion to be tainted by all the people who hate it and, uh, you know, all the arguments and stuff. Because the same thing happened to me with uh, The Last Jedi. And well, well in that case... um then I'm not even going to ask you what you think of it. Cause uh, I think that that is a fair thing. Yeah. The first episode was fine. That's how I felt about the first episode. It was fine. That's, that's... I didn't sit. I wasn't going, Oh my God, I- I'm 10 years old watching Phantom Menace again. But... It's true. But you know, you're, you're still not, you're you're not like fully on board, but you're like, you're fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'll watch the second episode eventually. I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Great character. Yeah. And I, think, uh, I and do feel like the ex- the extended universe of Star Wars has been a lot better than the main films for quite a while. I, I have opinions, but uh, I I also don't want to. Are they racist? Uh, No, my opinions oh, are not racist. I don't care. Thanks. Good. Why would I? Who the fuck cares? Jesus. Like, I know. No, I know there's like a like a big group of people who are all like, oh, who are like racist about certain characters and actors related to Star Wars. But no, that's how I'm fucking. I just uh, I I actually have opinions about other Star Wars characters, specifically uh, Darth Vader. I find him to be terrible in everything that disney has ever made oh really yeah they've 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 turned him from you know a lethargic quadruple amputee who's been working as an administrator for 20 years into this hyper murder badass who uh literally can wipe the floor with everything in creation and it's stupid and terrible and i hate it i mean i'm kind of a fan of it just because like what they did in rogue one where he just like shows up and mercs like a whole ship. I hated that. And I'm like, isn't that what you did? Yeah, I hated that. It's why? Because okay, if you're making a Why pre- would anyone be scared of him? He's just he's just sucks. He's just a lazy bureaucrat now. Okay, if if you're making a prequel mm-hmm. of of a thing, 
the goal of a prequel is to show how the characters got to the next thing. And Rogue One takes place like five minutes before A New Hope. And Mm. in A New Hope, Darth Vader is a quadruple amputee who can barely hold off a fucking guy who's 10 years, who's like 60 in a fucking hallway. But we're supposed to believe that that guy is the same guy who just fucking stood in a hallway and killed everybody with his lightsaber with no effort. Mm. You know, it's, know. it's dumb. It's terrible. I, I also feel like it's not fair to try and create the same level of continuity from the old Star Wars films to the new ones, like by like trying to use logic that isn't necessarily like a creative uh, piece. So like, I don't feel like the choice to have Darth Vader have a really slow fight with uh, Obi-Wan in uh, the original trilogy was because they wanted him to seem lethargic. I think it's because it was like the fucking seventies and they did not have a huge budget. So they like didn't have any guy buddy who's like an actual swordsman to teach him how to do stuff. And the guy wearing the suit was probably like, uh, yeah, I can't fight in this heavy ass suit. I, I, I just, this is see, this is uh, where we disagree. It's like, but that's what they made. That's what's on screen, you know? And mm. the thing is, it wasn't like it was a bad sword fight. It made sense in the context of the universe. And it's like, no, it, it yeah. Have you it's, even said the name of the podcast yet? Uh, yeah, we did. I introduced it. We did okay, all the good, stuff. Okay, good, good. Yeah, you, okay, yeah. good, good, good. You know, speaking of, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to drop this because it, it really, I get really up in arms about this. And <laughs> I've seriously been like fighting with people online for 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 days for months for years because i legitimately hate what disney did to darth vader so uh we're gonna drop this right now and i'm gonna talk about (laughs) uh a way cooler thing that is uh i i haven't talked about on the pod in a while uh you know what game i've been playing recently michael Hmm. um i i started playing uh doom eternal again okay did you ever play that I played the first Doom. I never played Eternal. Oh, so Doom Eternal is unbelievable. And the thing that the game does is uh, there are these things called rune trials where you go. They were in the first game. Yeah, they were in both games, but the rune trials are way harder in Doom Eternal just because. um, And there's one where you got (coughs) to basically use your dash and double jump ability to uh, get across this big open space and like to a castle. And um, you you got to do it in like 10 seconds is fucking hard. Uh, you know what they called that? What's that? They called it ruining towards a palace. I'm going to have to edit that a little bit because I started it a little too early. I, I mean, I kind of liked it. I liked it. It almost felt like a fade in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like cheekily looking at the camera to be like live from New York. It's Saturday night. You know, it was kind of like that. Was it? How do you feel about that pun? Was that a was that a pretty good one? Rooney? I, I actually like that one. I'm going to give that one a solid eight point five out of ten. 
Ruining towards a palace. That, That's how tired I am. I'm giving Spencer compliments. Wow. You know, audience, <laughs> uh, when when this podcast is over, uh, more than anything else, I want a definitive list of best to worst puns. I want to know what the all time worst was. And I want what the number one like this is the pun that when I think of this podcast, I think was, you know, the 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 fucking quintessential pod pun pod pun i don't know what it'll be it's it, gonna for the audience to decide i think it's gonna be blink on fashions of aching because it's still the best one <laughs> um but that's just like my own opinion man <laughs> i don't uh, know but but anyway uh so the so the song running towards a place by the band the killers this fucking 80s wayfarers ass like absolute fucking bop how do you feel about this song like this is a pretty good song uh it's one of the better ones i think on employing the mirage um i I, but i didn't remember it like going into this episode i was like what is this song again and then i listened to it i was like oh yeah it's this one it's like the because it's this into imploding the mirage right Mm -hmm. no it's this song is like song like four or five on the record. Is it? Uh, I thought this was at the end. Spencer struggles with technology. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's at the end. Uh, this song is. Uh, it's right before My God. My God. OK, that's right. Yeah. OK. Weird transition. Yeah. But yeah. I, I like this song more than My God. Well, I mean, I uh, the thing is, like, my version of, you know, the song ends and then you get, you know, the wake up in the morning, like I name. You know. Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope. That's not. No way. That's, that's so it, this. This is kind of like a Bruce Springsteen song. This is a very Springsteen-y, like. It's especially like the driving drums and like the, the just the vibe of the song and stuff kind of reminds me of like Dancer in the Dark or. uh uh yeah dancing in the dark sorry dancer in the dark is the bjork movie bjork movie bjork has a movie yeah you've never seen bjork's movie no dancer in the dark why would i why would i see that movie i don't oh i don't know you don't like bjork i'm not a particular fan no well i'm i'm bjorking on it (laughs) <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Anyway, no, this I'm trying to think of how to put this song. It it feels this is the kind of song that I would love to drive to. Like this is a very like I'm on the road ass song. Yeah, it does have that feel big time. Uh it's it's very much a especially like a deserty feel, which of course well, Brandon knows all about. Yeah. I don't know. You could you could you could I could see the song kind of blasting like what's that fucking show? Um, uh, Miami Vice. Like, can you imagine them like driving down the, you know, I-95 oh, at night definitely. wearing Wayfarers for some reason? The lights of the freeway just flew on the lights of their Ferraris or whatever. So you're saying this has a boys of summer. Yeah, this has like a Boys of Summer, like, like pew pew. You ever listen to Mitch Murder? No. Um, 
or just anything from the soundtrack of Hotline My- Hotline Miami? Uh, we talked about this. I, I'm not super familiar, but I, I kind of know what you're talking about there. But I yeah. think we're on the same page. Yeah, it's it's, you know, that that beepy boppy pew pew laser dis like beepy boppy pew pew laser. <laughs> I was I was trying to work it in because I knew how much you would you would just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you <laughs> <would> t- <laughs> the, the Mr. Krabs describing music. Beep bop boop beep bop beep boop. Spencer, you're you're you kind of are a Mr. Krabs, you know. I need me money. <laughs> you're always saying that and and it's, counting your doubloons and shit. What other Mr. Krabs like features do I have, Michael? Trying to uh, claws. Yes, this is true. I have <laughs> I have massive red claws. Big meaty claws. Big meaty claws that I use to grab grasp me money. And tiny little legs. <laughs> yes, tiny little that legs. twinkle when he runs. <laughs> what do you think this song's about? Because I keep trying to listen to the lyrics. And I Tana. Just, yeah. This is this is so on point for like most of the themes of Imploding the Mirage. And, you know, every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, OK, yeah, this this album cover definitely makes sense. Yeah. And. Because there is a lot of like celebratory aspects to it of being like, hey, we figured out our goofy bullshit. And I, I don't mean to downplay the seriousness of having relationship issues. I I, I just chose a poor adjective. But. Yeah, and, this is, and now there are two clouds fucking over the desert. Right. And coming and coming, fucking and coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow wow that was you said that which is i'm even more surprised it's just you never know there's no secret doc this week but the secret doc is inside me i mean that's fine please i think i think throughout the episode you should just be like hey let's go to a random video just 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 you know do the secret document in your heart michael can you do that okay Yeah. yeah Yeah, just just interrupt me when I'm saying a stupid story and oh, easy and find something idiot to play on the watch together. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's kind of my specialty, right? Yeah, but like do that. I'm, I'm moving my hand in a motion, but <laughs> I can't explain that motion. <laughs> that's OK, Spencer. I'm fine. I, I, I understand it enough. Yeah, just just use your mind. Powers. I, I have the perfect I have the perfect thing and you'll you'll get it when you least expect it. Oh, by the way, the uh, YouTube link for this song has the word Padoop in it. Padoop. Um, it, it does. P-doop. Uh, anyway. P-doop is the, uh, the, the organization from Futurama, right? I don't know. Anyway, let's look at the Reddit. <laughs> how's how's that going to go? We'll see. Let's see. Running towards a place. So this first thread Reddit. is called running towards a place versus when the dreams run dry. And I selected this oh, wow. thread. This was a like a literally pick the best killers song poll. And the reason I picked this is because these are the last two songs of imploding the mirage we have left. And I thought wow. it was funny that they had pitted them against each other two months ago. I was thinking to myself, maybe they knew we only had these two songs left and someone was going to talk about the pod. 
but (laughs) sadly we don't we don't uh, damn it's fine hey i appreciate it if you did and you just didn't want to name that's fine but uh also we're gonna read your post on here name after breaking that's the username yeah name and it is incredibly close yeah those two songs are nearly tied when the dreams run dry uh one 165 to 160 however once the poll had closed it was 181 to 183 with when the dreams run dry on top do you feel like that's a better like when the dreams run dry is a better song than uh running towards a place michael Mm, i don't want to spoil the pod (sighs) well you're no fun (laughs) i honestly that was a cop out answer because I can't even imagine what when the dreams run dry sounds like in my head. I just remember the chorus, uh, which is which, oddly how I feel about a lot of imploding the mirage. Like it's definitely one of those records and that has a lot of like chorus ass songs where you don't remember any of the words. Except for fire and bone, which, of course, I know every word to. Yeah, I know most of the words of fire and bone. Really, you should uh, here do your uh, do your do the f- second verse of uh, uh, Fire and Bone. Go. Don't you want to come with me? <laughs> God damn Don't it. you want to fire in bone? <laughs> See, I was I I thought you were going to go one way where you would just make up the words because Fire and Bone lends itself to that. Yeah, right. But instead, <laughs> you're you you flipped the script and uh did a did a Bones reference, which uh you know, I think is the worst song the Killers did. So um you got boned. I got boned. Send send bone. <laughs> All right, Sans Undertale. What's the next Reddit thread? Oh, we don't want to. We don't want to read any of these. Uh, we don't want to read any. Uh, oh, let's see. I'll sort by. I didn't. I forgot. I didn't realize we didn't read any uh, comments yeah. here. User Easter Start eight thirteen says running towards a place got more of a band playing together vibe. Hot fuss style synth solos really gives those early killers feels. Witcheredited uh, gets a bit too cheesy towards the end. I mean, I'm not surprised. I can't think about the end of when the dreams went dry, but the name of the song and it's a constant complaint I have with Killer's music post. Well, really, they've they've always been a little cheesy, so it's a constant complaint I have with Killer's music. (laughs) I think uh, I think the cheesy cheesiness is, uh, you know, one of their one of their better aspects, personally. Right. It it, kind of it works in its own way. It's just taken a new form now that Brandon is a dad and he's not like a sad emo boy. You think he's like a you think he's like a dad joke ass dad? Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Here, here, you you be Brandon. I'll be uh, his one of his sons. I'll be America or whatever his fucking one of his children <laughs> is named. Uh, and hey, I've, hey. I've just. I've just come home from school. Hey, little America, how was your day at school? It was great, Dad. I love school. That's great to hear, son. What else do you love? Uh, I like you, Dad. (laughs) I love you, Dad. I love you too, son. Let's go play catch.
okay. This was this was a very wholesome thing that didn't lend itself to any jokes. Uh, I was uh, nobody wanted to take the joke, but I, I honestly think that's probably a lot how it is with Brandon and his kids. I mean, he's just, I, a, he's just a sweet, wholesome dad. I you can you is it not is it that hard to believe? I mean, no, no, it's not actually. I I absolutely believe that Brandon is a is a just a sweet, positive, happy boy. Right. And like grills for the kids. I know like takes them to baseball practice. I know you meant like like he goes outside on his porch and grills food. But the first thing that popped into my brain was he purchased like the the tooth bling, the dental accessory, the dental accessory grills for all of his children. Wow, that'd be kind of strange if like you see Brandon Flowers out and about and he's got these like iced out little kids with him. (laughs) Got grills and like big ass chains. I look great, Dad. (laughs) You sure do, America. I like how Say, you, I like how you I like how you just agreed with me that one of his children is clearly named him. Like I'm pretty sure his sons are named Gunner and Ammon. Yeah, because I always think of guns and ammo. Like you named your kid Guns and Ammo. Uh, Brandon, hi, welcome to creepy things that you should never search. Uh, children name. Oh, Spencer's always searching for children. Gross. Uh, he does, in fact, have a kid named Ammon and a kid named Gunner, and he has a third one named uh, Henry. He's the wow. normal one. What do you think? You know, Gunner, he's kind of a rock star. He's like his he's his real father's son. And Ammon, you know, he's a little wild kid. And then Henry, he's just boring. Hank. We call him Hank. Yeah, Hank. Hank, Hank Flowers. Flowers. He's like already he already works for like Sears, but he's like six. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a, <laughs> he's like a manager at Sears. He comes through the door, six year old. He's wearing like a, a white shirt and a tie and he's like smoking a cigarette. And he's like, Jesus Christ, the floor today. Can somebody get this man a juice box? We're going to. We're going to we're going to Michael, can you link whatever you were going to ruin the podcast with? You uh, want that before the lyrics? Uh, yes, I want that before okay. the lyrics. So so we can change the subject away from Brandon's children. Thank you. Shrek running dog course meme. It's 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 a little it's a little computer animated Shrek running a dog course. He's killing it. Look I just it. love that there's a woman chasing him. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's the trainer, of course. Yeah, it's the trainer. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> just Shrek. It's just time. It's just time. It's pretty impressive that they're able to get this dog to run this course like this. Well, no, that's just no, it's Shrek. Yeah, it's it's Shrek. A... Holy shit, Shrek doing the slalom. Yeah. Yeah, see, the, the real plot twist to Shrek is he's actually that tall. That's to scale. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Fiona and Donkey are even smaller. Yeah, they're all, like, weirdly short. Like, it's all... Uh-huh. And Lord Farquaad, he's the shortest of all of them. Wow. So he's like a peanut. Yeah, he's he's like a... He's like a... He's like a peanut, yes. 
I'm always going to try and shoehorn Shrek into an episode if Spencer will allow me to put in a link. That's like my anytime there's a secret doc, I'm pretty sure factually they've all had Shrek. You should uh, give me uh, here. Let me just really quick copy the video URL so I can get that into the thing. Uh, Michael vid number one. Well, and you see, that's germane to the podcast because that was Shrek running towards a place. Exactly. And that no, place I, was the, I, the prize podium. I caught the uh, I caught the. I understood the reference. Good. I, I'm glad you approved, Spencer. All right, let's go to the second Reddit thread. OK. All right. So this is posted by Larky 18. Uh, uh, what a fucking. There's a word and he's called that. What? Oh, the scribe of the scribe of the, the Reddit. Reddit. Thank you. It, I couldn't remember the word. I, I don't know why. Anyway, so this thread says, I love the little prayer and running towards a place. And it says, give me the eyes that I may see the good in my people and the trouble in me. Give me the hands that I may lift the weight of another <clears throat> who's starting to drift. Give me a song that I may sing that cuts like a canyon and rides on a wing. This is the lyrics to the song. But I'm reading it in a weird way. Give a heart that I may stand for what I believe in. That is kind of a cute prayer. Do you remember reading prayers back in the day when you still had to go to church or to synagogue, Spencer? Uh, yeah. Uh, what was your fave? Uh, I, I What's don't, one that's always in your head? A nun. Nun. Wow, there it is. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, and I don't mean like none as an N O N E. I mean, N U N there were some, oh. you know, there was a, there were a group of uh, Catholics who would always come to the synagogue to try to convert everybody. And some were really hot. And I don't remember anything about synagogue, but that. What an aggressively insulting thing to do. Yeah. Just, to, just ogle to nuns. Go to their, to go, not you. Well, you're I, fine. Ogle the nuns away as a little, you know, that's like revenge. Year old Jewish boy ogle those nuns. But I'm saying the like I, that's not something that happens. That's not. A, know, no, it's not. I, I made that up. That's a lie. I just I just thought. <laughs> Can you imagine Catholic nuns like going to a synagogue like while people are worshiping and being like, hey, while you're here, look, you're look, wrong. Look, a bit about <laughs> let me let me tell you a story. I used to. By the way, prepare that link. Um, <laughs> Which link? Whatever next shitty fucking thing you were going to link in the middle of mm, the, mm. Because I've got a, a Spencer story for you. All uh, right. Related to uh, religion, you know, perpetuating into my life. Um, so I used to live in uh, Marietta, Georgia. That's the only place I've anyone's ever tried to convert me. And to, really? give, to give you an idea of the religiosity of this place. Uh, they ha they gave out New Testaments in elementary school, like during lunch hour, like a guy wow. just showed up with fucking New Testaments and just had them all on the thing and was just giving them out. Wow. Yeah. And was your thought? I'm not ever going to watch this. Uh, I mean, w watch. Oh, read this. Sorry. Read, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was very like I was put off by it. It's also the only place anyone's ever tried to convert me. And uh, it was it was kind of a bummer because I, I had good friends there. But, you know, don't don't push your religion on people, everybody. 
you know, respect people's shit. Just be be kind. Rewind. <laughs> be kind. <laughs> or wh- whatever, uh, whatever fucking Ted Lasso said last week or whenever. Did you ever watch Ted Lasso, Michael? I have not. Oh, you should. It's it's basically like it's it's one of two aggressively, like surprisingly wholesome sports shows that I'm kind of into. The other being, of course, the classic Crave TV show uh, Shorzy, which came oh. out. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched it. Do you like it? Shorzy fucking rules. OK. Oh, my God. Uh, that's Spencer's review. Yeah, it's. It's way more wholesome than it has any right to be. It's really good. Anyway, sort by controversial uh, user totalitarian, great name, says one of my favorite aspects of the whole album. Okay, cool. Um, User fluffy Obi-Wan Kenobi. Jesus Christ, this whole thread. Um, I am LDS. This is not a prayer we use in anything. But it came from Brandon's heart himself. Oh, that's sweet. But this is also like basically this is basically Christian music. I mean, like, because give me the eyes that I may see is totally a thing that Christians say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Does this bother you? No, I, I mean, you. I don't love it. You have to have an opinion but, about this. Yeah, I don't love the like the almost Christian music aspect to the killers like that. I was raised super Christian and I'm done with that now. So, uh, I, you know, and no, you know, nothing against you if you are uh, a practicing Christian, but it's just it's not my scene anymore. And I used to listen to a lot of this type of music like Switchfoot and uh, uh, certain albums by Five Iron like, Frenzy. Yeah, Reliant K. Ryan K. Fox. No effects. No effects. And there's wait, no, there's, no, no effects is no MXPX. No MXPX. Sorry, MXPX. Yeah, no effects is actually a punk band. Newsboys. Some of them are more overtly overtly Christian than others, and then some of them start Christian, and then they become just positive message, so that they can like be more mainstream without offending anyone by pressing religion. Limp Biscuit. Like this. Limp, oh yeah, big time. Big Christian yeah. band. Yeah, the Lord's Prayer remix by Fred Durst was incredible. Can you uh, imagine? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Do a yeah. Oh, heavenly Father. I don't know what the bass. The Lord is my shepherd. This We're is, about to take it to Zion, baby. This is a really stupid bit. We should drop it. <laughs> um, uh, user, I'm too tired for yeah, a proper. There's a user with a very long name that is an, uh, uh, a thingy that I'm not going to say because it's too long. Is this an okay. actual prayer or did Brandon write it? And uh, a, there's a big discussion about it, but they end up on Brandon wrote it. So there you go. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? That seems like a good thread. It's a good thread. I'm glad people are discussing it further down. And I encourage people to read the discussion because there's people on the Reddit discussing the religious aspects of Brandon's lyrics. Yeah, I agree. And it's not apparently it's not like an actual prayer. It sounds a lot like a prayer, even if it's not an LDS prayer, because I know Brandon's uh, LDS. It's just it's just a prayer ass prayer. 
It, it seems it, there's so many songs now by the killers that seem almost religious, but I mean, that's very, a much bigger part of Brandon's life now. Yeah. And someone yeah. who's, uh, who's been listening to this episode, uh, who's probably noticed that I've said a blank ass blank, like five times at this point, just, uh, at the end of the episode, when you finish listening, just go to Twitter and just tweet at us the number of blank ass blanks. Want right. to do, do the lyrics or you want to pull up another dumb video? Uh, oh, here, I'll before the lyrics, we'll play another dumb video. So hell yeah, brother. I'm, I'm kind of liking this, uh, this, this strategy. You can't catch me. I'm the fastest thing alive. Hm. I hmm. was thinking about why so, so many. So it's called you're a beta male Sonic speed running. <laughs> Oh, huh? no. The reason is the left's lack of work ethic. No. Why go fast rather than do it right? No. Petersonian? To elevate alternative sexual archetypes in the no. marketplace. No. Fastest hedgehog. Shadow, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Thank you, Sonic. Male Sonic. <laughs> why, why, why do you have... <sighs> <sighs> There's another video here that says I'm so tired. I'm so sad that uh, Steve Jobs died of Ligma and I need to watch that because. <laughs> OK, my just, just link it up. It's my favorite joke. <laughs> I don't. It's so sad that Steve Jobs died of Ligma. Who the hell is Steve Jobs? Ligma balls. I'm doing Italian hands right now. You can't see me <laughs> doing it, but I love it. Balls. I just love I love that the correct, the factually historically correct response to that initial statement is <laughs> who the hell, who the is, hell Steve is Steve Jobs? Jobs? <laughs> like it's it's a setup for you to go, what's Ligma? And then and then but instead you're <laughs> Let's go to the lyrics before I idiot up this place anymore. Um, I'm on lyrics, I think, this week, right? Yeah, I'm doing annotations. I haven't even looked. Are there annotations? Oh, oh yes. I'm so nervous. It's a lot Who's of that one user. It's Tanner Todd a lot this uh, week. The, the LDS community coming out here being like, this is our time. There are some solo of a trolls, though, which is all that matters. Oh, good. That's my only. Yes. So let me see. I'm counting these. Uh, I'm letting y'all know right now you're getting the the cliff notes. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Because I know somebody's going to be in here just like making this about their personal religious. History. Oh, there's one of these has uh, several paragraphs. Paragraphs. I'll be there. Paragraphs. Paragraphs. Yes. Perry the platypus. OK, Um. so uh, running towards a place by the killers produced by blah, blah, blah. Uh, read the page bio. All right. Uh, page bio by T8532. My favorite, my favorite Star Wars droid. Uh, it's actually my favorite model of Terminator. Oh. Go Running on. Running Towards a Place is the seventh track off of the killer's sixth studio album, Imploding the Mirage. The song's 80s-inspired atmosphere has garnered it comparisons to Fleetwood Mac and Bruce Springsteen. Boom. Nailed it. The guitar riff of the track was created by the band's drummer, Ronnie Venucci Jr. Oh, awesome. Love this song even more now. Yeah, the song's classic Brandon now. Flowers. 
<laughs> yeah, this is now catapulted to to pure classic status. Yeah. What is the name of what is the name of Ronnie's band's album? Like Raw Fucking Tuesday or something. <laughs> A uh, big talk. straight in, straight in, no kissing. I think that's what it is. Big, it's called Big Talk, but I'm pretty no, sure. No, that's the name of his band, and they have an album called yeah. like Straight In, No Kissing. Yeah, the second album is called, you know, uh, You're Gonna Enjoy It, I Promise, or something. <laughs> that sounds way worse. That's the joke. I was trying to make it worse. It's It's definitely Straight In, No Kissing. Clip that. Someone clip that voice line from Spencer. You have to leave that in, Spencer. Why? <laughs> you just cut it. <laughs> Don't cut it. I'm not going to. I never Good. edit anything. Yes, yes. And then I, I need that as like a a sound bit that I can always use. For, for what? Spencer. To what end? <laughs> to make you uncomfortable. So I was talking I was talking to to you and Natasha the other day on the uh Instagram account where we are both talking from the same account and it gets really confusing. Yeah, it gets and I I frequently will message and the, the people fit thinking forgetting that I'm on this pod account. And <laughs> and I'm just I'll be, I'll be like Spencer's such a jackass. But I explained like the editing process the other day. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, I do actually edit this thing. It's just not editing in like the cutting shit out sense. It's the making it sound good sense. So uh, but that I'm going to cut just uh, just to upset you. Michael, am I going to cut that? Nope. Yeah, I figured. OK, finish the thingy. Oh, OK. Uh, Ronnie Venucci. OK, this is created by Ronnie Venucci Jr. While frontman Brandon Flowers was late to a recording session. Incredible. Prior to the album's release, Flowers discussed in interviews that the main theme of the record would be the question of can two become one? A central line in this song. It is so so the so the theme of the record is fucking. I I appreciate that, you know, that the whole idea of two become one, but that that question there, can two become one, sounds like cavemen discovering math. Can two become one? <laughs> Oh, I have two rock. I throw one rock away. I have one rock to become one. Wow. I was waiting for you to join wow. the other caveman and you just. You just I, I was just I just hit you with a rock. And he just killed me. I steal my you. wife. Just kill you. You have there's no way caveman Spencer has a wife. There's no way. And then arithmetic. Fuck you. <laughs> and then and then arithmetic gets invented in like the 1500s. Caveman Spencer wife just bag of leaves. What do I? Is that is that what a sex doll is in caveman world? <laughs> what else did they have? I don't even think they had bags, dude. Now, just imagining <laughs> this is the stupidest digression we've ever had, by the way. I'm just imagining you as a caveman with like a hentai body pillow. Just just <laughs> just like a modern one. But it's but like the girl is like a cave, a cave woman, but like with anime a sexy, eyes, a sexy hentai cave, cave woman. woman with massive breasts. Well, duh. <laughs> We're going to anyway, verse one. Give me the eyes that I may see. The good 
in my people and the trouble in me. That sounds kind of dirty. Give me the hands that I may lift the weight of another who's starting to drift. Tanner Todd says. Probably a reference to Brian Flowers own struggles with his faith. The verse is essentially a prayer as a member of the church of light church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He has lived his life at varying levels of commitment. And that's where I'm done. Nice chorus. And if we're running towards a place where we'll walk as one with the hardness of this life also sounds dirty, be overcome, not helping. If I lay with you in love, you're still not helping. (laughs) Will you meet me there? Yeah. This is some real P and V stuff. Tanner Todd annotation here says, and I I have to stress to y'all, this is a huge comment. This is three, three paragraphs. And this has to be, I mean, wow. Holy moly. A pleading reminder from Brandon to his wife that they're not just existing for this life. They are actually going somewhere. Latter-day Saints call this place the celestial kingdom or the highest degree of heaven where people can be one with God and with their spouse that they they are sealed to. Uh, okay. I just like to imagine I, I like to imagine that Tanner Todd is just completely wrong here and uh Brandon only wrote the verses and Ronnie wrote the chorus and just made it as fucking like like innuendo as possible. Yeah, as horny as possible. <laughs> that's a that's my headcanon for the rest of the song. Let's see if how it how it plays out. Uh and shake the lightning from the locks of your unbound hair. That's come, guys. Uh <laughs> and two become one. Gross. Yeah. The lightning? Imagine calling your jizz lightning. What are you fucking like the got the main character from Cars? Isn't isn't don't don't um fuck what's the name of that band? <sighs> Just read the thing. This uh can two did you already read Can Two Become One? Yeah, I said Can Two Become One. Okay. Uh can this two is become one. By that's my uh frequent my and probably actual genius Gator Kirsch. Yep. Uh, who says flowers told NME that the record is, and this is a quote, very much about two people persevering and trying to become eternal. Ugh. Just that the, like that out of context just makes Brandon flowers sound like insane. Like he's Lex Luthor or something, or like a vampire. <laughs> he's Lestat from interview with the vampire. You should, uh, you should keep uh, glamping for a second. Okay, I'm trying to find the name of this fucking band. Yeah, I mean, this lyric is also I'll just read this also uh, from Gator Kirsch. This the lyric is also a connection to Mark 10, 8 or chapter 10, verse 8. And they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. Uh, the, The band is the Scorpions. And if you've ever read the Scorpions, the lyrics to the song Dynamite by the Scorpions, um, there's a there's an equally like weird penis euphemism. I mean, that's like a lot of those songs from the 70s and 80s. Yeah, it's it's like it's a co- metal songs. Yeah. Anyway, I used to I, I have always wanted to I've, I've spitballed the idea. Uh, so, you know, they have these songs and you know what they frequently also connect to sex is cars. 
you know? Yeah. You know, we've we've made that same joke with Brandon's music. Mm-hmm. You know, you turn the engine over and your body just comes. Alive, yeah. And, but, uh, the, there's uh, so a lot of songs that are like that, and one in particular that I th- always think of is Trampled Underfoot by Led Zeppelin. Are you familiar with this one? No, I'm not. It's just a bunch of car like euphemism or like car turns a phrase in euphemisms that are basically uh, sounding sexual. You know, so it's like, so it's literally let me pump your gas. So it's the Led Zeppelin Led Zeppelin equivalent of the song Foxtrot Uniform Charlie Kilo by the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. It's exactly the and same I, song. I just yeah, I did just compare Led Zeppelin to the Bloodhound Gang. I am proud of myself. I've want I've wanted to create a song that is like that because they're they're they say all these things about cars and then in between they go talk about love and then they play a riff and I've wanted to do a song where you do the exact same thing and well, you, the the killers could even do this but you you just overtly say sexual things like you know like at you just describe actual uh, vulgar sex acts yeah and then you say talking about cars. you know if if weird al wasn't like an overtly clean musician that would be a perfect weird al song right because you know he could pull off the led zeppelin sound yeah like like the fake his his band is outstanding and he is funny and creative to make that like not terrible but he, he he literally would not be able to do he won't do that Everyone should listen to Weird Al's original tracks. Yeah, hard agree. What's your favorite Weird Al original, Michael? Um, that's tough. I have a lot of faves, but I really like Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Albuquerque is actually a parody. Is it? I'm going to fucking blow your mind. There's a song that's like this. Uh, Yeah. Well, then I guess I, I, you know, I, I really just like running with scissors a whole lot. Look, one, two, one, two, three. This is Dick's Automotive by the Rugburns. John was living in Ocean Beach, California with his girlfriend, Julie, when he decided one day, hey, Jewel, let's move up north to Northern California where the air is clear and the skies are blue and they have more traditional family values. Yeah, my point. Wow. I just I just blew Michael's mind. He didn't know that. Huh? I blew his I mind. That was an original song. Nope. It's a parody. I when I found that out, I fucking shit. It was fucking. But weird. it is still an original song. I mean, he didn't steal the lyrics at all. No, no, so. no. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a parody. But it's it's close enough to the original song that it's not really a style parody. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, verse two. Give me a song that I may sing that cuts like a canyon and rides on a wing. Gator Kirsch makes this annotation a very poetic way of saying he wants to send a message that makes an impact heard far and wide. And give a heart that I may stand for what I believe in. And Tanner Todd annotation here in maybe the briefest thing I've ever seen Tanner Todd say on this website. Downvote. Like the first verse, Brandon here is praying that he'll have the strength, the words, the song that he needs to help his wife. 
To do this, he needs the heart to stand for what he believes in deep down, his LDS faith. I just feel like there's, it, maybe this is what the song's about, but then also may, this just really resonates with Tanner Todd because Tanner Todd's going through the same thing. Yeah, hard to agree. And then, and then the chorus is just about fucking. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and if we're running <laughs> towards a place, here we'll walk where we'll walk as one. Will the hardness of this life be overcome? Oh, it's so good. This is from user Soul of a Troll, who says Acme notes that this strategy is not a guaranteed success. There's a picture of Wiley Coyote about to run into one of those classic painted on tunnels from the Roadrunner. Meep meep. Are you a Looney Tunes fan? Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> Sorry. Shows, I didn't. This will show more emotion for this than like the birth of his first child. I did not mean to sound so emphatic about that. Man, <laughs> fucking Looney Tunes rules. And we don't talk about that enough as a society. <laughs> I That needs to be an article on a website written by you, Spencer. I'm just going to. I'm it's just like going to. I'm going to start a YouTube channel where I just talk about shit. That's the that's the place where I'm going to make my uh, modern Darth Vader sucks video for the record. OK, YouTube. Yeah, I'm just going to make a like a four hour long video essay explaining why Disney ruined Darth Vader. And that's the whole point of it. And I'll do another one just talking about how fucking awesome Looney Tunes is. And uh, you got big dreams, Vince. I got big dreams. Two video essays about <laughs> really very specific and kind of niche subjects that will only appeal to people vaguely my age. I hope your mom's listening because she's about to be like, that's my boy. Anyway, that's my boy right there. Anyway, if I walk the wild blue. This is also from user Soul of a Troll who says he doesn't look a thing like Jesus, but he walks on water. Like you imagined when you were young. And fucking Tanner Todd has the fucking gall mm-hmm. to say, that's not even the lyric. And when you were young, like, I just imagine Tanner Todd just petulantly, like, just just pouting while Soul of a Troll just fucking just just looks him dead in the eye while he fucking shits in his Wheaties. Right. Well, I mean, Tanner Todd's in out here pouring his heart and soul into these annotations because like it, it just mean it just really resonates with them. And soul and of a soul troll. Of a troll. <laughs> just, he's like he's highlighting. He's like highlighting and shake the lightning from your locks. Uh, and he's and the annotation just says come, uh, <laughs> which I'm going to do right now, by the way. Uh, come. <laughs> and we're immediately banned. <laughs> and Wow. Refresh the page. I really did that. Wow. wow you really did that. Uh, that's the end of the Soul of a Troll Genius account. We made it to 28 IQ, which I soul, think is pretty Soul of a generous. Truck. Soul of a Truck. Sorry. Soul yeah. of a Truck. That's in end of our. It's just come. Just it's this. Yeah, this is great. I pinned it to our profile too. So if you go to the soul of a truck pod genius page, it will, it will specifically highlight that <laughs> annotation. Okay. Spencer is so proud of himself with his jizz jokes. <laughs> Pretty the fuck much. I mean, it's basically it's the, the pod. It's our banner on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, anyway, of your unbound hair can two become one bridge. 
Can you see the world in a grain of sand? Can you find heaven in a wildflower? Hold it in the palm of your hand. This lyric, this is annotation from Gator Kirsch, who says, This lyric was inspired by the first quatrain of William Blake's poem, Auguries of Innocence, which reads as follows. To see a world in a grain of sand and a heaven in a wildflower, hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity in an hour. These paradoxes show an admiration for the beauty of nature. In contrast, the rest of the poem juxtaposes images of innocence with those of vices and immorality. So then there's more about the poem, but we're done with that one. Thank you, Gator Gersh. Nice, nice stuff right there. Actual genius. Upvote plus 10. Um, the moment we met bursts, burst like a star. Another frequent contributor, a cabley. Akebly says, this is not the first time Brandon has described the first time he met his wife. In the track Between Me and You from his solo album, The Desired Effect, the first time that I saw your face, time, to, time stood still, I found my place. Um, onto the canvas of the skyline, purple and gold. This is from user Gator Kirsch, who says, this lyric provokes imagery that alludes to the artwork for the album particularly the striking purples and golds that wash over the prominent sky. This artwork was made by Thomas Blackshear, a portrait and Western landscape artist. Much of his art is based off the Mojave Desert and those native to the area. Um, And Brandon said about the art, it became a member of the band. There are direct lines that will take you to the painting. And I guess this is one of them. We're in this together. I ain't never letting go. And then chorus one more time because we're running towards a place where we'll walk as one and the sadness of this life will be overcome. These lines, this is from user Cably. These lines in particular suggest that Brandon is talking about the afterlife and sharing it with his wife. A key tenet of the LDS faith, the religion Brandon follows, is eternal or celestial marriage. In other words, the belief that spouses are wed, not just until death do us part, but for time and all eternity. Wow. That's that's pretty intense. That's super intense. Like. And this is just like, this is basically just a Mormon praise song. So it's like, I don't know. Except for the chorus. (laughs) We're written by Ronnie. Which Ronnie wrote. But I mean, even the chorus is this if you if it's this idea you know we're are we if we are together we'll be in heaven together so let's just always be in heaven together babe it's just like makes sense i mean you know if you're gonna if you're gonna try your best to stay with someone you gotta work to make you know what if heaven was a place on earth I'm so sorry. That was the lyrics, everybody. Anyway, if I lay with you in love, will you meet me there and shake the lightning from the locks of your unbound hair? The end. Woo! And then user Pollyanna Gatha says, kind of Fleetwood Mac and the War on Drugs, which is my favorite version of Mac and Cheese. Fleetwood Mac? Fleetwood Mac and the War on Drugs. What 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 does that entail? What's involved in that recipe? 
probably uh, it's it's just mac and cheese, but you you stir it with a picture of Ronald Reagan. I, I'm speechless. <laughs> what about live versions? Uh, well, there were no night. I want to talk about how there were no name the sames and how that surprised me. OK, go ahead. Uh, there were no name the sames and that surprised me. All right. So what about live versions? <laughs> live versions. All right. This will be some pretty new shit because this song came out in what, 2020? Yep. All right, so first one. This is uh, the killers running towards a place. This is them performing it on Pandora Live. There's Ted just absolutely fucking slaying. Brandon looks kind of grumpy. And there's what's the bassist name, Spencer? Uh, Clarville Dingle Dong. You you know at this point. No, I I legitimately never remember it. Jake Blanton. Jake Blanton. Give me the eyes that I may see. But I was close, right? The good in my people and the trouble in me. Give me the hands that I may lift. I feel like Jake should get more credit though. As a member of Jake's the band. Because he's been their touring bass player for so long at this point. Also, Ted is so beardy in this video. Everybody's pretty beardy. It's 2020. It's true. Look at Ronnie back there. Yeah, but he Ronnie. looks like a professor. That's Professor Ronnie. Professor Ronnie. That dude definitely is like the like political science professor at the local community college. Can you imagine? And he's like insanely smart, but he just does it. He's he like it goes too against the grain to fit in with normal academians. He's like he's like Doctor House, but like a professor. <laughs> exactly just walks into any situation is like oh this is the problem except you know dr house you, you know he works at it's a teaching hospital it's like he literally is kind of like a professor of uh uh what's the majigs the thing where you identify what people have diagnosticians oh. Diagnostics? I, I'm just enjoying this ride. <laughs> Can you imagine if Brandon grew a beard? Yeah, I, I he like, probably has a like a patchy beard because he never does. Like he always he grows like that little mustache. But yeah, can you, can you imagine like like they take a year off of touring and Brandon comes back with like like full ZZ Top? That'd be awesome. Especially if they're making ZZ Top style music. And then and then Ronnie has no hair. This is the timeline where Brandon gets divorced from Tana. He just ZZ Tops? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas right now this he's is, a the, ZZ the Bottoms. The is ZZ Bottoms. That's when, when you get to the ZZ Bottoms, you become ZZ Top. So are you saying that 
is ZZ like a circle? Or it, like a or like a mirror universe or like a trampoline? Maybe it's a trampoline. It's just <laughs> this is what happens. He they he gets divorced. He just goes into solitude. He becomes a ZZ top style guy. He gives up being a Mormon. And he just becomes like he just moves to Texas and becomes like this crazy cactus jack type figure. So does that make him making some bad? But Ronnie's still there. Yeah, but Ronnie like (laughs) still in the band. No, of course, Ronnie will never leave. Ronnie is the Ronnie's the the backbone of the band. He's the he's he's like, you know, he's basically Neil Peart, except like not as good of a drummer and also um, very different in terms of style. (laughs) And he doesn't really write any of the music. Okay, well, he's really nothing like Neil Peart, but, you know. Uh, Anyway, next next one. So this is them performing live at Sheffield O2 Academy, May 17th, 2022. Woo! Hey, look, it's Jake Blanton. There you go, Spencer. Brandon's up there vibing. And we can't see anyone else. I think this song is going to be really good live. Like, I I skipped a lot of Reddit threads because they were talking about the live versions. And just linking videos of it. But essentially, like, the consensus is this is, like, one of the big live songs when they play awesome i mean we did a we've done a whole podcast about them yeah but still (laughs) uh did you hear that roommate was like laughing loud at something oh shit what's he in there watching i don't know you tell me uh he's watching the new uh rescue rangers movie on disney plus or disney Uh, whatever it's called disney of, of course Makes yeah, sense. He's laughing his ass off. And then he's like, yo, Spence, let's go get shirt. Let's go get outfits. So we look like the rescue Rangers. Did you watch that movie? Club. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it, uh, it likens piracy to human trafficking. It's Disney. Who doesn't want you to pirate their movies. Wow. I'm not saying 
that you should totally pirate that movie as a protest. But I am saying uh, Disney is bad and fuck them. <laughs> anyway, uh, damn, we'll never get that Disney sponsorship. Not only do I not want it, but uh, I, I definitely don't want it. Spoilers, Spotify, probably owned by Disney. Um, so uh, now we've got covers. But first, you know, what we got to do, right? Um, a Disney ad, a Disney ad. I'm not I'm not going to record a new ad for that, by the way. Don't don't make me do that. Oh, this is the ad. Oh, hey, kids. I bet you're having a lot of fun listening to Michael and Spencer on the Soul of a Drunk podcast. Huh? But what you really need to do is download Disney Plus. You can watch me and Mickey Mouse huh? and all your other buddies like Donald Duck. And uh, quack. <laughs> I like the idea that Spencer's just part of this ad. Yeah, it was uh, it was Donald Duck. Quack. That's a, that's Donald's a, real depressed. Hello, I have started drinking. Donald, I'm drinking too, kids. But I'm on the up and up. I just had three shots. And I'm gonna pass out later. But first, watch my cartoons. Disney Plus. We're gonna get sued. Eh. Fair enough. Okay, so first <laughs> off, we've got. The only way to start this with a Nightcore version. So let's do it. This is from the channel Aesthetic Nightcore running towards a place. The killers uh, brackets Nightcore. Describe the image. Uh, It's an anime babe with headphones on and like like orange tinted like race like speed racer shades. She has a really long red scarf and she's wearing like a really hot bikini with uh, ample under boob. She's holding, I think, like it looks like a snowboard. Yeah, like a snowboard because it's too long to be a skateboard. Maybe a longboard, but a longboard is shaped differently. So, but anyway, yeah, you know, just one of those typical like aesthetic, but also kind of horny anime. Basically, my entire uh, what I look for. Yeah. Aesthetic, but this a little what, horny. This is what Spencer's room looks like. Yeah. Aesthetic, but kind of horny. This is, this is, it didn't do much. It didn't change much about the song. I like that I paused it at, well, the hardness of this life. Well, this life is full of hardness. Uh, boners. <laughs> All right, but there's only one way to follow up something like that. Because okay. where there is fast, there must also be slow. Because believe it or not, we also have. By the way, I didn't like that very much. I thought they didn't make uh, Brandon Chipmunky enough. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It, it didn't change enough. They needed to go harder. They need. Yeah, they need to about like like 25 percent faster. Agreed. Anyway, so. Where there's fast, there must also be slow. So we now have a slowed and reverb version. Describe the image. Uh, it is like, I think this is a, it looks like the guy from Guilty Gear, Soul Bad Guy, driving his motorcycle in front of like a majestic sunset 
His name's Soul it's very, Bad it's Guy. Very aesthetic. Yeah, that's the main character of Guilty Gear. Soul Bad Guy. Yeah, Soul Bad Guy. Is that actually his name? Yeah. 100 percent it's his name. I, I cannot tell if you're telling me. I'm being dead serious. I, I, it's, I, I, it's super vibey, but it sounds kind of... The, the vocals sound very weird. His name is Soul Bad Guy. Yep. What? Yep. What a stupid name. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with... Japan was a mistake. <laughs> That was way better than the Unite Core. It was actually. It was super vibey, and the image they picked was perfect. Yeah, like that was that was perfect. A flawless Sloan reverb. Um, let's go to the, let's go like halfway through. I want to keep listening. It sounds like a like a like a slow. Um, Fucking Rick Astley or something. That's so good. It's it's it was very nice. I liked that. Yeah, ten out of ten. Really good work. Um, uh, one transmission is the name of the. User. I really ought to credit the slow and reverb and nightcore because I almost never do. And I feel bad. Okay, so next up we've got user Nick Yuri, and we're gonna skip a little bit into this because we've heard the beginning of the song like six times at this point. Okay. All right. So this is Nick Yuri running towards a place cover, and we're gonna click it. We're gonna pause, and then we're gonna go. Let's go a minute in. One minute. Oh, he's playing all the instruments. It's almost like kind of emo. It is. Or like or like Adele or something. It has the kind of the same vibe as like Shadow Play. Yeah, I can hear that. Okay, that's that was a good transition. Yeah, that's a pretty cool cover. I wanted to keep listening to it, but I can't. Great cover. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That's so once good. again, Nick Yuri, go to his channel. Yeah, incredible. Go. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, last but not least, we have an acoustic cover by none other than the uh UK's best killers cover band. I think they're from the UK. The fillers. 
What's your favorite filler? Um, uh, butter, no, uh, custard. Mm. Or rice. Rice? They're different, they're different fillers for different things. But, like, if we're talking about something to, like, extend food, like, filler in the, like, you know, people trying to eat cheaply sense, uh, it's rice. I do love rice. But uh, if we're talking about a thing that you fill with another thing, it's custard. And it's just one filler here right now. Yeah, this is a... What's the name of this uh, filler? Uh, Toby uh, McGilligan. God damn it, Michael. Sorry, I had a Christmas card just land on my desk from above. What'd you say? I, I, uh, I jiggled my desk too much and a Christmas card fell. Oh, from above. But wait, did that didn't burn you? No. The spirit of Christmas. No, we, we literally spent almost, you know, two months talking about Christmas stuff. Ah, that's true. You know, I just didn't think that people would help. I didn't think that uh, people would send you Christmas cards. Um. Well, my uh, one of my grandmothers is uh, it celebrates Christmas. Gotcha. OK. Yeah. So. So that's not entirely an unreasonable thing, and that's totally you fine. Christmas, you keep Christmas cards, though. Of course. They're they're thoughtful thing gifts. They are thoughtful, you know. They're like handwritten and shit. You got one more random dumb video for us, Michael, before we go to final. I do. I do. Actually, I was kind of hoping you did. Okay. I think this is it. Yep. Okay. Uh, This is called Sonic the Hedgehog Improved Trailer. (laughs) And uh, what I am seeing is to go fast. It's like a really shitty um, like someone did a really bad job. (laughs) <laughs> or like a bad job on purpose computer animation yeah. of Sonic and Sonic is running through some very well animated rings that are right, way more are high awesome. fidelity than he is oh shit <laughs> oh. Dr. Eggman just floated through the fucking ground and he's T-posing and he's T-posing and now Sonic <laughs> has T-posed back oh fuck then he just smushed Sonic and made all the rings go fast. <laughs> and now Sonic is flat, by the way. Uh, now uh, uh, the car guy from that Lightning one. McQueen. Lightning McQueen, that's his name. Um, oh, God. I am speed. Lightning McQueen just ate Sonic, and and now he's going, he's flying away, (laughs) flying away, flying away, flying. Wow.
What do you think? Well, it got me, it allowed me to reference my favorite abridged series, so I'm pretty happy. <laughs> you know, well, you know my favorite. I'm glad I can make you happy, Spencer. You know my favorite abridged series is what's that? Dub of the North Star. Oh, if you've never watched it, uh, after we finish recording, I'm going to show it to you. I'm not going to play it on the pod, but okay, uh, it's it's literally my favorite abridged series. It's so fucking good, and no one talks about it, and I'm sad. Anyway, Michael, what are your final thoughts on the song uh, uh, Ruining Towards a Palace by the band The Killers? You know, I I appreciate this song. It's got a nice vibe. It does seem like a fun song to see live, and I think it's got a great energy. I'm a little on the fence about the lyrical themes, uh, but beyond that, I appreciate it. I like the I like the music and uh, a plus that Ronnie wrote the riff. Yeah, that's probably my favorite part of it. The tr- the traditional Spencer response to final thoughts. Yeah, you know, I just go yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. <laughs> no, no, go. What were you gonna say? I would appreciate if you, what would be great is if you were the type of person who left reviews on products and like services, but you did it like you do yes. this, like when we ask you to describe the song. So it's like not really helpful, but you like take the because it is pretty rare that you get people who will, you know, leave you good feedback and positive, constructive feedback. It's true uh, at at most workplaces. But just imagine if like you got like like, the worst fucking. It's all right. Just just bad feedback. Just poor feedback. Was good. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. I mean, someday you're going to ask me what my final thoughts are before I ask you. And then I'll actually have to give my opinion because uh, I feel like I've tried that before. You've 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 done it like twice in the whole pod. It's uh, oh, OK. It's uh, someone who some one of our many archivists, please back me up on this. I'm I always beat Michael to the what are your final thoughts question. And I do it just so I can do this this last secret bit that's not really a bit. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you made it to the end of this episode or any episode, we really appreciate it. If you'd like to support the podcast, perhaps financially, you can scroll to the bottom of any episode and select our anchor affiliate link. Or you can go to our Patreon if you'd like access to exclusive episodes, episode notes, and the big old list that we use to decide what the next episode is. If you'd like to email the podcast, you can always email us at soulvatruckpod at gmail.com. If you think that I am funny, you can follow us on Twitter. That's at soulvatruckpod. And if you think Michael is funny, you can always follow us on our Instagram. That's instagram.com slash soulvatruckpod. Michael, do it. Say bye. <laughs> Give me the eyes that I may see. The good of my people in trouble with me. Give me the